A little early. I must have my shoes knit together if I showed up already. <laughs> Guess I might as well open my champagne while I'm waiting for nine o'clock to strike, right? Oh, you know what? Let me change my caption. My bad, y'all. My bad. Let me change the date on that. Edit. Today is the 31st. And I shall save it. Let's see how we got it. 331, right? Yeah. Let's see how we're looking. There we go. Perfect. Hey there, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday, March 31st. Wow, this year is going by fast. First and foremost, y'all see my camera working right? <laughs> I had to figure that thing out because it was driving me insane. Yes. Once you go 1080 HD, you won't go back. <laughs> All right, so I got some champagne tonight with some Prosecco because they sell it at the Walgreens. Y'all know I love the Walgreens. Anyway, so I got some Prosecco tonight, some Cupcake Sellers Prosecco. Three Cheers of Joy brought to you by Cupcake Sellers Prosecco, and we're going to celebrate tonight. So if you don't have something for your Cheers of Joy, go get it. Where's my cup? Lord, am I going to have to drink out the bottle? This is not good for real. Where is my, oh, there it is. Got it! <laughs> that would have been funny. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Okay, so Cupcake Sellers. I'm a little punchy tonight. Ah, oh, there we go. Gotta pop the cork. Know how I feel about that. Some Shampizzle tonight. The Prosecco, so get some celebrations going. Let me see if I can pull up the chat. Sometimes I can see the comments, sometimes I can't. So I'm gonna pull it up just in case. And then I'm gonna go to my um, live stream and see if I can see if anybody's going. I got some people. Oh Lord, y'all do that every time. All right, so I got some people watching. Hey Ronnie, I love you too. Hey there, Viande. Thank you for watching. All right. So it's Joycelyn Wells and it's Joy Exposed on Wednesday, March 31st. And before we start, the most important thing to know is that when everything feels better, when joy is exposed or when joy is exposed, everything feels better. <laughs> I can't tell you to remember it and I can't remember it. So when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. That's literally kind of my mantra. Like I'm not doing anything if there isn't any pleasure in it. And that's the truth. I'm not Peace, not, I'm out. All right, so here we go. Three Cheers of Joy brought to you by um, Cupcake Sellers Prosecco, Cupcake Vineyards Prosecco. First Cheer of Joy. Um, oh, I got my second COVID shot yesterday. Ah, last night I got my second COVID shot, so <coughs> I should be covid a COVID blocking body in a few weeks, right? I should be 100% protected. Anyway, so I got that on yesterday. Um, I waited until late to go so the line wouldn't be so long. Hey there, Stephanie. Hi, Marisa. So I went yesterday even so the line wouldn't be so long. And you know what? I walked in and out 20 minutes, 22 minutes tops. Like that included my wait time for 
after my recovery to make sure I didn't have a reaction. So cheers to COVID vaccinations. We've been talking about COVID for more than a year now. Um, my second cheer of joy. Oh my gosh, the T with V golf tournament was amazing. And I know three cheers of joy is about us, but I'm the planner. So I was the one planning and putting it together and I feel like it executed well. I'm already making notes for next year, trying to make sure that it's seamless. So second cheer of joy goes to T with V golf classic. My third cheer of joy, um, just happy to be here, right? It's my third cheer of joy. I'm happy to be here. I missed three weeks and then I came back and this is my second week back. So I'm happy about that. Um, so cheers to that. So quick recap, my first cheer of joy was that I got my COVID vaccine, the second one. The second cheer of joy was T with V went off without a hitch. It was amazing and it's going to be even larger next year. I'll probably talk about it a little bit tonight. And then the third cheer of joy is that I'm here. Like, you know, sometimes it just takes a lot to be here and be anywhere. And this is, I'm here. So I'm celebrating being here tonight. So I hope you guys are celebrating something yummy. I hope you have a cocktail or a drink or whatever that you have and you're drinking it and just enjoying this moment of self-care like and that's what we talk about on joy exposed how do we take care of ourselves and not just physically mentally how do we make sure mentally we're healthy emotionally we're healthy and you know we don't really talk about those because those things aren't the things we can touch but there's a lot of scarring there and we need to make sure that we expose those things for healing and that we're doing well so let's get started. We did our three cheers of joy. We're going to move into our Facebook post of the week. Now, I'm going to tell y'all before I get started, I have not really been paying a lot of attention to Facebook this week because bitch is tired, tired, and she is busy. She is busy. And I shouldn't say, um, make it sound like I'm saying bitch. I'm not, but just, uh, yeah, this bitch is tired. I am tired. And had a lot of stuff going on this week and um, trying to still catch up with myself. Um, so I'll see what I can find on my Facebook post of the week. The main thing, one that I found is like New York, the state of New York is in the shape of Timberland boots. It was really cool. And I can't really read that to you guys. I'm just gonna have to share it on my Facebook. But they always swear New Yorkers love Timberlands. I'm, I mean, it's my understanding that they do, but I'm sure there are other states that, other men in other states that wear them too, and women. But somebody's taken the um, the state and made it look like, and drew the outline stencil of Timberlands on it. It's kind of cool. Um, here's the second Facebook post of the week. Um, I'm sorry, and Facebook post of the week uh, is brought to you by stmspecialties.com. I don't even remember if I just said that or not. Um, here's one. It says, if his name got letters in it, just focus on yourself, hun. <laughs> that's somebody wrote that that's lost all hope in men. Like if he got some fucking letters in his name, wrap him up. Just don't even deal with him. That's funny. So I love those because people just get fed up. Um, so that was one. This third one 
would be, um, here's one about the DoorDash drivers. It says, uh, just delivered an order of two kids meals. It said, leave at my door. I took the picture and rang the, leave at the door. I took the picture and rang the bell. As I'm walking away, a woman opens the door and looks down and said, I didn't order anything. I gave her the name and she said, damn it. She picked up the food and as she turns around, she yells, who called grandma and said they were hungry? I just fed y'all. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. That sounds like me, Ari calling me saying she wants something and I send it. Her mom's like, what the f I just fed you. Yeah, that was cute. Manipulating the grandmamas. Go for it every time, every time. Every time. Okay. That may be it. Uh, I think that may be it for my Facebook post of the week because I didn't really have any. So I think that might be it. Um, and I can start talking about some other stuff. So it's Facebook post of the week brought to you by stmspecialties.com. Your insulated tumblers and gosh, she does everything. I even saw some woodwork the other day. So I guess I have to go to her website, stmspecialties.com. All right. So let's back up a bit and talk about... Um, I'm gonna talk about the golf tournament first. So the golf, uh, the golf classic. It's T with V golf classic. So this is the second year we did it. Last year it was one foursome, so four guys. This year it was three foursomes, so 12 guys. I think there were about 20 people there. And if you guys know anything about me personally, you know I am detailed, 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 like. I am. I, I just, I, I think it's because I find so much pleasure in doing something amazing. Like, you know, not necessarily cutting corners, but if, I, if my imagination can see it, I want to replicate it, right? So if it's in here, I want to put it in my hands, and which kind of explains why I have the, my company is the way that it is, bringing ideas to life. So I plan in this tea with V. And what tea with V is, is just a golf golf morning with um my faceless love and his friends and last year they got together with four of them and um played golf and had lunch and had great bourbon well that went off well and then we started talking about it again i'm like we gotta do it again that was so much fun and so we did it we planned it again for this year and then this year it was more detailed it was friday night cocktails which was fun. Golfers kind of came in and families and they were greeting each other and sitting out on the veranda, drinking and talking, smoking cigars, telling lies. You know how men do when they get together about how they're the greatest golfer that ever lived or greatest whatever. So they sat out and did that on Friday night. And, and the, the most surprising part for me and that Faceless Love knew is that two older gentlemen came up from Valdosta and they were funny. Like, they were hilarious. Like they didn't have any boundaries about what they talked about. They laughed and you could just tell they were men who were retired and probably had pretty plenty of money, like not a care in the world. Cause they were just there to talk trash and play golf. And, you know, so that was so much fun. And so they were there. My girlfriend, Carla came uh, by on Friday night. We had some, um, friends, golf buddies and cigar buddies drive up from Tampa. So they were there and we just sat out and talked, right? It was just, 
talking and laughing. Probably stayed up way too late because we had to get up early Saturday morning to get ready for golf. But it was good. So, um, and then Saturday morning we got up and we got ready for golf. I think the first tee time was like 8.30. So I was up at like 5.30 because Quentin had um, a commercial to shoot in um, Atlanta. So he was riding an Uber to there. And so, you know, when your kids are moving and you're uh, there with you, you kind of like alert. So I woke up super early to make sure I talked to him while he was in the Uber. He had what he needed, his plan for after, you know, all of that. So I was up super early and I was trying to wake Faceless Love up and he wasn't having it. But even he got up like not long after because he had to get ready to receive his guest. So um, we got up at he got up. Well, I guess we got downstairs to the golf shop at like quarter to eight. So we're down there. There's some golfers already there warming up like the at the hitting, putting green and the driving range. You know, so they're warming up already. And I made these little gift packs that have like um, I made these little gift packs that had like fireball and crackers and slim jam and you know just kind of a funny little morning gift pack and i was like the whole goal was to get the golfers intoxicated so that faceless love will win but my brother chris was there he's not a drinker so i gave him a vitamin b12 shot in a drink okay so golfers came they all played golf a great time i had a, a photographer following them around his name is joe just a nice guy takes great pictures and I know him and his um, uh, woman, his girlfriend. And um, so they were just, they're just the sweetest people. So anyway, he was with the golfers all day taking pictures. My faceless love sister came. She hung out. Carla came back. She hung out. So we're sitting on the lanai, I mean, on the veranda drinking champagne and talking while they were playing golf, which was really cool. And then a foodie kind of love came to bring lunch. And lunch was phenomenal. We had like a salmon and shrimp with asparagus choice. We had a some other chicken and rice and green beans, maybe. That was the choice. And then we had a salmon linguine pasta dish, something with these crab lobster egg rolls. Like, man, the food was so good. Like those were the three choices. And because everybody selected ahead of time. It was served for us, packaged and served beautifully, played it well. And I was very pleased with A Foodie Kind of Love. Um, that's the name of the company, A Foodie Kind of Love. And she just did it, came in, served, got out of there. She had another event and that was good. So I'm pleased. And I've already asked her to put us on our calendar for next year. That's how much I enjoyed her um, service. And you can look at her pictures and stuff on her website, afoodiekindoflove.com. So you can look there. I'm gonna put it in here real quick. A foodie kinda love.com. So you can look at her website there. She has amazing food. So, so we had lunch. After lunch, I then went into presentation because I'm starting a foundation with um my girlfriend Jennifer and um Faceless Love, and we'll build a board. Um because we have to incorporate and become a nonprofit. So the foundation is just a really neat idea of ways to help young men, young black American men kind of get, take some additional steps in life and, and not even just black American men for 
one side of it, it is, but for the other side, it, it isn't. So there are different scholarships under the foundation. So let me say that. And it's not to um, pick or choose who gets what. It's just that the ideologies behind the events are different. One is on identity development and the other one is mental and emotional health. And I mean, and they can be wrapped up into each other. And there's no doubt about it. They can be definitely overlap in ways, but we're specifically looking for the identity development. We're specifically looking for young men, Black American men who don't have a, wouldn't have a chance otherwise, who want something different, but don't know how to get to it. And the other side, other hand, we're looking for um, young men as early as kindergarten whose family needs. So one is more of a family support and one is specifically student support. So, you know, it's just a neat idea. And I talked about it and my passions and feelings about it and it was received really well. So we're gonna see, and we're gonna use um, the T with V golf classic to fund the um, scholarship. And then we're gonna use the, annual Epic Memorial 5K to fund the other scholarships, right? So, you know, there's a plan behind it. It's being written more so in my head than on paper. It has to get to paper, but we've got many things happening right now. But I know within the next couple of months, we have to execute this because we're asking people to put money in and I need to be able to provide them receipts for deductions, you know, coming from a nonprofit and make sure that they're benefiting because we need their continued support. So we talked about that. And then after that, we had a raffle, some really cool little prizes and stuff um, just to kind of, you know, tie some things together and just to make it make it a good time. So we had the raffle. And then after the raffle, everybody kind of started leaving, kind of, you know, going out on their own. And uh, V and I sat there with one of his friends and talked for a little bit longer and then his friend left. And then he and I just sat on the veranda and talked some more before we went to take a nap. And that's the beautiful thing about it is because it doesn't matter how many things are happening around us, we love to be together and we long for that time to be together. So everybody was there and it was great, but when people started dwindling out, we kind of found ourselves moving closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to each other until we're, you know, right there together. And that's the thing I love about hanging out with him is because just as much as I enjoy being near him, he enjoys being near me. So it's kind of cool. But anyway, so we sat out and talked and we had to clean up all the stuff and uh, start straightening up. And then we took a nap and I was exhausted of course. And we took a nap and then some of our buddies are like, hey, we're going to go see a live band. Our friends from Tampa, we're going to go see a live band and to this cigar bar, you guys should come. And I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And of course, V was like, come on, get dressed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Hey there, Kim. I'll get dressed. So anyway, got dressed and we all met to downstairs and then we went to the cigar bar. A band was playing it. The band is the dopest band. It's called Edgewood Heavy. Man, that band was so damn good. Had us in there rocking it, right? Like, wow, like a phenomenal band. So phenomenal, in fact, that I want to hire them. <laughs> so I got the information and everything because I was like, 
I need you to do a private event because they were like bomb ass. Like they were so good and they were pretty young and they did a lot of kind of old school music, but man, they were good in the darn drummers and guitars and oh, phenomenal. Edgewood Heavy, they have a YouTube and they've got Instagram, follow them on um any of them, Instagram, any of them. I mean, they were badass. So I think I'm going to try to hire them to do an event. I'm not sure when, but I'll definitely see them again. And that's my problem. I want stuff to myself the way I want it. It's not, to me, it's like, it's not enough to go see them in public. I want to hire them and I want to have my people there to watch. I want to have a crowd just for them. Like I want to have that entertainment to make my crowd happy. Like I want my crowd to be like, that was the shit I'm happy. Right. So, you know, that's me going out to see him. Isn't enough. I want them like in my house. I want them on my porch. I want them right there. Like, so that they're, that time is mine. Um, and those I want to share it with, you know, so I think I've pretty much always been like that, but as I'm getting older and I can make these things happen, it'll happen a little bit more. A little more, a little more, right? So um, so anyway, that was Saturday night. Band was dope. We went to eat at Marietta Diner. That was dope. And then Sunday, we were chilling, sleeping, and my son woke us up talking about, let's go to the Trap Museum in Atlanta. And we were like, what? We're asleep. But we couldn't really complain, of course, because we never have kids with us. It's always just the two of us hanging out. So we got up. It was like two in the afternoon. It's not like it was early, but we got up, went to the Trap Museum. But it was packed. Like, I've never been down there in Atlanta. I think it's, is it T.I.'s Trap Museum or, I don't know, maybe T.I. It's got to be T.I., right? Anyway, so we went to the Trap Museum and it was packed. So we didn't even get to go in. We just rolled by, oh, excuse me. I feel like I could hear my son say, mom. But that line was long and we were not gonna do it. I was like, we gotta get up early and come another time. So we left there and went to Edgewood, hung out in a couple places in Edgewood. We got to see the Outcast mural. That was dope, love Outcast. So we did do that and uh, went in a couple of shops and messed around a little bit. And then we came back and then we got to get ready to go because. Monday morning, Quentin and I were hitting it. So it really was a great weekend, just action-packed weekend and just full of love. And it was just good. And I know many of you don't play golf, but if you do play golf, you should consider coming. If you know somebody that plays, send me their names so that I can... um, Send me their names so that I can put them on the list. Yes, thank you, Miss Parrish, the Trap House Museum. It was packed. We didn't even get to go. But if you know some golfers, give them my name or give me their name so I can send them information once everything is ready. But we already have a weekend in place. And it's such a good, it's such a good weekend. It's so much fun. And just, I think I'm kind of caught between trying to and make it a good golfer's weekend or just trying to make it a good loving sharing weekend. So I'm going to have to make sure I keep my focus on it's a golf weekend because that's the intention. So I'm probably going to have to um, 
do another event that's not golf related and just people related. <laughs> it's not golf specific. It's just people can come because I want people to come. I want people to come and enjoy the time because it was really a good weekend. So um, we're up next week, next year for March 26th. It is a Saturday, so we already have that in the books. Uh, and we're going to start planning already. Hope to double our numbers. So that means four golfers to 12 golfers to 24 golfers next year. So we're going to see how that goes. All right. So I hope you guys are doing well. Cheers is my pimp glass. Joycelyn. I've had this for a couple years. Oh, it's 50 years of joy. I got this for my 50th birthday too. Sip my wine out of this too. So I saw something on TV that said Trump already announced that he was running for president in 2024. Has anybody seen that? Is that fucking true? I can't take it. Like it's stressful just thinking about it. Cause I know that there are so many people unaware um, out there that Jesus, I can't take the stress of it. I'm just finally chilling, chilling out with, we got a new president and things are starting to calm down a bit or things are calming down a bit, but I can't imagine going four years thinking about uh, the rhetoric of Trump talking about he's running for president again. And I definitely can't take the citizens who are on board with that bullshit. So anyway, just wondered if you guys saw that. Um, also the, it's been a year, right? Since we've been in, um, the pandemic has been on us. We've been in the pandemic. So we've been having these same stories, talking every day about what we're going to do, mask and all of that. But the thing that's happening today is that um, Derek Chauvin is on trial for the murder of George Floyd, right? And there are a lot of mixed um uh, mixed ideas or conversations about what's just going to happen. I read where somebody was saying they hope he gets off. Hope he gets off. Hope Chauvin gets off for his murder. He'll probably have to relocate his family to stay away from the negative expletive, right? But I'm like, it's really people out there that's sick as hell like that, that would, that support that kind of, that evil or that pure meanness and that's sad because there's somebody something that's somebody's daughter maybe somebody's wife they work somewhere they you know it's a person right but then you think if they can be this blatantly if they can be this blatant in their disregard for human life who in the hell do you think has befriended them what do you think about their friends like I, I, there's no way i could be friends with somebody who had that um ideology that kind of thought process that inhumane i hope he gets away from her get away with it for murdering him you know that's crazy i just it's just crazy to me but it's some sick motherfuckers out there and you know we just have to really be careful about that because that people think that's right they think that they're okay with the things that they're saying when they're being mean I don't even know. I don't even want to talk to somebody being mean like that. Like, because if they're going to be mean, they have nothing good for anybody, not even themselves. If their thought process is to tear people down and then you're being misled, people are being misled thinking that they're friends. Hell, they'll screw you over too as quick as they can. 
people who are mean are just fucking mean. I mean, that's just, that's it. And they're not going to unmean, right? They're not going to all of a sudden not be mean. They're fucking mean until something happens. They have a Dr. Scrooge, I mean, a Mr. Scrooge um, Christmas past experience. <laughs> uh, shit, something like that. But otherwise, they're just going to be nasty. And there's nothing good about that. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Um, so Derek Chauvin is on trial, but the way that the media, they, they're posting it like the George Floyd trial. And we know what they're saying, but it's making it look like he's on trial. He's not, and it's Derek Chauvin. So that's been the push to make sure you identify it the way that it's supposed to be. Um, on the Capitol riots, a couple of the Proud Boys are saying that they were had been working with the FBI for a while, right? They've been working with the FBI to kind of conjure up this uh, insurrection at the Capitol. So all the stories are coming out now because they're finding themselves in jail. Um, the Proud Boys have found themselves on the terrorist watch list and not just Canada and some more co other countries now. So, you know, the truth of things coming out, right? It's like, we, you know, there's, there's a shift in what democracy looks like. There's a shift in who's protected. And, it, and it, just because you're white male American, a white male in America no longer means that you're going to be the one protected. Like there has to be some justice because there are people in positions now that are reflective of the culture. So you don't just get a pass because you're standing in front of uh, white men. Cause now you may be standing in front of some sisters, you know, some sisters or some brothers. And now you got to try to explain that shit, what, how it made sense to you and your lawyer does too. So, you know, it's just, it, I, I'm I'm happy for the shift. It makes me feel safer, more protected. I'm definitely happy for that. But there are a lot of people who've suffered and we've got to figure out how to move everybody forward to make up for that suffrage. And that's where I'm on board with that. Like, you did some dumb shit, go, that's what you did. Get your consequence, baby, do you. You was proud. Keep that same energy. Show up in the courthouse just like you showed up on the Capitol steps. Keep that same energy. It's crazy. Want to be all quiet and humble now and yes and no when you was running trying to kill people on some bullshit. So, I don't know. <sighs> what else is I going to talk about? Oh, on... um. On March the um, 27th, which was Saturday, T with V, right? Uh, I was a spotlight for this organization called See Her Soar. See Her Soar, like soar. Um, I'm laughing in my head because See Her Soar would be relevant because my whole body is sore since I got that vaccine. So it could be S-O-R-E tonight. But anyway, so See Her Soar. As organization that uplifts women, spotlights women. She said that she spends a lot of time on women because we are definitely the ones who are kind of left behind and struggle the most with entrepreneurship and growth. So I happen to be the spotlight for Saturday. So I was sponsored for that. I'm going to have to turn around. I don't have to, but I'm going to sponsor somebody else. Um, but uh, they wanted to. So they did like this whole mock-up of me. 
and um, they wanted to interview me on Saturday. And I said, oh, no, I cannot interview on Saturday because I had C with V. So we changed it to Monday and then we ended up doing it yesterday. And it was a great interview. Um, it's on my page. It's on my page. You can watch it. And it's also on YouTube. And if you haven't, here's the thing with me in interviews. I go in and do the interviews and I mean it. Like I'm not making anything up as I go along. I'm answering from this raw place inside of me that this is the truth. Well, I go back and listen and I'm like, girl, you was making all kinds of sense. <laughs> so I'm just literally like, that made so much sense. That made so much sense. So I I went back and I listened to the interview that we did and I was like, Joycelyn, you are on. And I have to be so grateful to the universe for giving me those words, like just to allow them to flow so effortlessly. And I'm sure that has to do with the fact that I'm speaking from a true place. Like because I'm not drawing it from someplace, I'm, I mean it. I mean everything that I say. And that's important. The words are important to me. Like that words are life. Words mean everything to me. Um, so it was a great interview and it lasted for about 30 minutes, a little more than 30 minutes. And then after we got off live, she and I talked a bit and she asked me, she said, well, she said, um, her name is Becca. And Becca said, uh, you would be great helping women transition you know, and those rough patches in their life, whether they're divorcing or jobs or whatever. She said, have you ever thought about doing that? And so I told her that, well, I've done that some with people who've come to me, but, you know, not anything as a whole. And so she just was like, yeah, you would be really good at that. And, you know, you should consider it. And so what I figured out in this effort of just trying to grow my business and learning myself, because I'm really putting myself out there for people, the people see in you what they need from you. People see in you where there's a need for them. It, it And it doesn't necessarily have to do with you other than you have the skill set or gift to do what they want you to do. But what I found out along the same route is that what they ask of you has to be in line with what your purpose is of what you're trying to do. Otherwise, it's not good for you. You have to literally pick and choose the thing that's going to be beneficial for you. Like if you're building a house and you're doing a great job and somebody stops you from building the house to come over and repave the driveway or build a bigger house, anything else, it's taking away from your intention. So when you do that, you're still not doing you. You're still not doing the thing that you're moved to do. You're using some of the same skills, but you won't benefit from that the way you'll benefit from your pot of gifts. And I've learned that over this past years from people asking me to, they've made some music and they want me to do um, poetry over the music. And I'm like, I don't do poetry. Yes, you do just such and such and such. And I'm like, I don't do poetry. Well, you got a nice voice. You got it. You know, and so had I recognized it as this amazing idea, I would have stopped what I was doing and focused on trying to do some poetry. But I don't do poetry. Like, 
I don't do poetry. It's I've written some poems, but I don't do the live poetry readings. I don't, that's not my passion place. But people can see and take what I do and try to put it in that place because that's beneficial for them to have this in there. And that just refocuses us on us. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I we get to the place of understanding when we've tried enough things that aren't our thing. When we've tried enough things that's not in line with what we're supposed to do, we get closer to doing what we're supposed to do, right? So, because we know that this is taken away from and this is taken away from. And, and, and I, I mean, I appreciate her asking me that. So about um, the uh, working with women in transition, but what I asked her or said to her was, hey, if you're thinking about putting together a retreat and you need for me to come in and, you know, do a workshop or two or two, I'll be more than happy to do that. Just let me know. And that took the planning piece, planning, executing piece off of me because I don't have the time to for that. I can show up and do something, but I can't plan it because I already have stuff that I'm completely enveloped in and they're my places of pleasure t with v the five the epic memorial 5k that's happening on april 17 the growing men foundation so i already have things that require my planning and energy and making use of all my gifts i already have those and i'm I'm not going to sacrifice planning those things for under this thing because this isn't my thing right I can show up and be a part of it, but I can't give it the energy that it would need for, um, I can't give it the energy it would need for it to be great, right? And I could, I could pull away from, well, no, I probably couldn't, but it makes sense that I could do them all, but I still have a job. I'm still an author. I still have a podcast. I still have um, authors that I publish and support. Like I still have all of these other things that are genuinely of me. So this thing isn't of me, but I can show up for it. And that and that's tough because you know it couldn't it could be lucrative financially. It could be, you know, but I have to trust and believe that the things that have been laid on my lap, like the gifts that have been given to me are mine and I'm gonna have what I need from those or and from the other stuff that comes my way too. So she said that, you know, she was like, jot down and think about it and jot down a couple of topics you'd be interested in um, doing a workshop on and um, we can, you know, we can get going on it or we can talk about it. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And that's the, the power is on me now. So she flipped it to me and when I have time to think about it and put down what I can do or what I'm willing to do, then I'll send it. But I don't have to think of planning it. Like how to get people there, where to have it, who to call, who's gonna host it, are there sponsors, are there, that's a lot that goes into, and I don't have that for it. I, my passion for that isn't that. My passion is for helping people and I will definitely get in there and give what I have to help people get from here to here, from this place to this place, or to work through the stages of it more than happy to do that but i can't i can't find myself in a space that i'm allowing somebody to make use of me that it's not me it's not mine right so 
you know, we have to be very careful with that because people are selfish. People do see goodness in you and they want the goodness in you, but they're still just people. They're people and they're trying to make something work. And you're a person and you're trying, you're asking for gifts and you're getting them. You've got to be able to recognize what people want. I, I think I talked about this before. This lady wanted me to speak um, at an event. Uh, and she told me just, she wants me to talk about sex. And I was like, you want me to talk about sex? And she was like, yeah, you know, just talk about sex. Like, you know, how, you know how you do talk about sex. So I was like, well, what kind of sex? You know, like, what do you want? And she's like, oh, just sex. And I was sitting there thinking like, clearly you don't know me because I can talk sex from the most clinical aspects to gut bucket, yummy sex. Like when you say sex, what are you seeing that you want me to talk about? And she couldn't even articulate what she wanted. She just wanted me to talk about sex. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Cause I don't, I don't know what you want. You know, I don't know that your audience and you were saying this to me and I could get up there and bullshit, but is it worth my time to bullshit on it? Like, is it really worth my time to go up and bullshit on something? It's not. And, and so I said, no, you know, I'm like, oh no, I can't do that. And then I, it made me just kind of question who was in fact coming to me, asking of me, what was their level of understanding of me and what I do? Cause they see a snippet and they want that snippet. Well, I'm not the snippet, I'm broad, I'm universe, right? I'm everything, right? So, but they wanted this piece. And I'm sure that there's somebody else who understands, talk about sex. They understand that and they'll give exactly what you want. But it, you know, that person wasn't me. So that's, you know, and we look for the opportunities. We want opportunities, we wanna grow, we wanna be great. We look for it, but we have to be very careful when people trying to come in and change us to, or draw us into a, a commitment or a space. Mm -mm, I'm not, if it doesn't feel good to me, if it's not, if I can't see it in my line of things that I'm doing, I'm probably gonna be pretty reluctant to dive in uh, head first, I'm, you know, because I have some stuff that's good and it's going very well. And I'm going to make sure that I have my time for those things that's going very well. And I can help out in different places, but you don't get to come and choose what you want from me. Because anybody who knows me knows that I'll help. And I'm open to people. I love people. But everybody knows that my passion, my passion for success and movement and happiness and putting down roots, my passion of Black American men, that's what I love, I've always loved it. That's my passion. So for me to say that's my passion and to establish a foundation with the sole focus of, part of the focus is reaching out and establishing scholarships and these great relationships with black men. Like for if I'm saying that and then someone comes along and they have something they want me to do for women, I'm already disregarding that, that my call, my my desire has been answered and I'm going to give it up for the sake of what somebody sees in me. No, I can't do that. I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't do it. I have, man, this is going to be such a neat project and 
helping these young men move forward and helping these families move forward. And it's going to be so amazing, right? I'm not giving that up. I, you know, and, and that, I mean, you got to think that's a, that's a got to be a grown up place to be in. I don't know that I've been in that place before. It's got to be a grown up place to be in, to be like, thank you, God. I see you. Thank you for bringing me this. I know it's in the planning stages. That might be more money. That might be a greater opportunity right now, but I'm here for the long haul in this. I'm here for it. Right. So that's a, this has got to be a great place to be in. And I, I, I'm grateful. I'm glad that I can recognize it and I'm not necessarily chasing a dollar. I'm glad that I can recognize it and know that in 1999, when I was writing my thesis of positive identity development in Black American males, that here I am in 2021, about to rock that shit. Here I am in 2021 and figured out how to reach out and touch so many people in different ways financially and emotional support and mental health and help to move them forward. And it's how long many years? 1999, so 20, oh my God, it's 2021 right now. We're talking 99, so what, 21, 22 years almost that I've been waiting, not even waiting, that this has been sitting on the burner waiting for me to go through my life to collect the tools I need so I can execute it. Man, please, that's crazy, right? That is crazy, I'm sitting here thinking about it, like what I've learned over these past years and now I'm ready, I'm ready and it's unfolded right in front of me. And then once it's in front of me and I've made an announcement about it and I've, on the 27th, on the day that I was honored by this, um, see her soar on the 27th, that I'm in a place that I get to say, this is direction that this is my path I'm traveling. This is great, thank you, but my path is this way. You gotta be stone cold in it, right? I'm in it, I'm in it, I'm in it. And if I needed confirmation that this was gonna be great, that was confirmation that this was going to be great because I'm not choosing. I don't have to choose. I already have it. Like I already have it. And so, wow. So as the foundation grows and of course we need money, I'll be begging you guys to make donations and to contribute and support. And, you know, and, and, and that's the thing, it's going to be something that's beneficial for everybody. And I'm reluctant to go into details about it because I haven't written the articles of, of incorporation yet, and uh, we haven't um, trademarked the logo. All of those are things that are happening over a couple of years. Of, I mean, not years. Ah, no, months. Um, I'm in the process of working on those. So, but the only people that were able to see it were the golfers because I opened it up to them. I told them about it because I needed their support. I need their support. I need the support of strong Black American men who are established and ready to give back and ready to continue their legacy of greatness, ready to dig deep and be a foundation of growth for other people. I need Black men for that. Like, I don't need Black men for no bullshit. Like, I'm talking established, beautiful Black men who are in it and want to, that's not show up cause, 
because you want to be in it. I need those men. And I have so far a great group of them. I have a great group and they're eager. And um, I'm pleased with that. So the foundation is going to be amazing. Oh, I can't wait to give all the details about it. I'm going to stop talking. I'll be, I mean, I told you all about it. <laughs> I'm the worst with secrets. I have to tell it. So that's a great opportunity from Becca at See Her Soar. And I will be able to step in and do a couple of things, but it's not something that I can put on the aisles, on the burners for me, on the eyes for me. You know, it's just got to be, I got to show up, do my thing, and keep it moving. Unless it's like a one-on-one -on -one client that hires me and they're paying me and I'm able to provide them. Of course I can do that. But the, you know, otherwise my focus is where it is and I'm hanging on to that. So we have to know that, um, we've got to know that what our path is, is our path. We have to know that when it's laid out in front of us, the battle that we have the most is our battle in our own mind with our human self. And that's crazy. I'm sitting here like overwhelmed with the thought of it. All of these things happened on one day. And it puts me in a position of recognizing that the idea of the research in the beginning of this foundation was more than 20 years ago and I had no idea the pieces and you have pieces and insight and then all of a sudden they come together not that I can't I can't even you know that's just like I said that's confirmation that's what's supposed to happen and I'm I'm thrilled about it and I'm happy to be here to talk about it and Hell, to know that I kept traveling along the right path to get to it. I mean, there was some bullshit out there. I was all in it. I, I'll never deny my crap. I was in it. But now I see that my growing and understanding and recognizing the power of men and recognizing my placement as a woman. And not I'm not talking negative, you know, nothing negative like that, but just knowing that there's so much power in men and knowing that men are not in today's time because of the structure of the household, that many men aren't getting that foundation that they, that's required for them to establish a foundation. And we'll be able to help with that. We'll be able to, um, establish that with many with several men every year like i'll just say that with several young men every year and i mean we can't do everybody at once but we can definitely do what we can do and that's what the plan is so i'm just happy to be here man damn if i needed any confirmation it was this thought process tonight because wow more than 20 years ago i literally my thesis was positive identity development in Black American men. Loved it. Talked about it. I had to convince my advisor to let me write it. And then I came up with self-help and personal empowerment the next year. Like, go figure. I didn't do anything with it. Like, all that time, I just had it, had it, had it. And then all of a sudden, I'm these things are have found their way into my life. And I guess that's how it works, right? That's how... That's how the universe works. Yeah, damn. Cheers to that. So there's um 
lot of just goodness out there. And I know a lot of amazing people that have started businesses and they're doing their own thing. I know some great people and I've been highlighting them on um, Saturdays. And last Saturday I was supposed to highlight uh, Master Chef September Archie. She did the dinner, a luncheon, a foodie kind of love. But y'all know I packed so much stuff in a day. And so not only was she making lunch for the golf classic, she was also supposed to be interviewed. And then she sent me a message at like five in the morning. There was a power outage. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Just take your time, you know. And then a couple hours later, I sent her a message and said, hey, don't worry about the interview. We don't have to do it today. We'll postpone it. And she was like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> because I was sitting around chilling, drinking champagne and chatting. And she was trying to cook for 20 people. Right. So and it was she got an hour delay and. She's really a, a she's really a perfectionist when it comes to the kitchen. Like everything has to be just so. Even in uh, fixing the plates, it has to be plated just right. So she's really detail oriented about the kitchen. And I thought maybe trying to squeeze this interview in right now might be a little stressful for her. So let me back up. And so she was grateful and I'll reschedule it. She's getting ready to do some traveling now. So I'll reschedule it maybe sometime in May. Um, but Saturday coming up, my Shape Solution Spotlight, I have Drea Mills. She's an artist and a realtor. Love her. She's just scrumptious, right? You you see her and she's just her little skin and she's just, I mean, she's not little, like she's not a little girl. She's a woman. Um uh, but she's just beautiful. She's got beautiful energy, beautiful spirit. So I'll interview her at 1130 on Saturday morning. And then six o'clock on Saturday night, I'll interview finally Clarissa Gillis. I had to postpone her interview because I was stuck in the Daytona Beach bike week traffic and had a horrible signal. So that was about three weeks ago, two weeks ago. I can't remember. So I'll interview her at six o'clock on Saturday. So I'm going to do two My Shape Spotlights on Saturday just because, I, like I said, the small business owners, authors, I love to throw them in the spotlight because as one of those, we don't get a lot. It's hard as a new author, small business owner to get that spotlight shine. It's hard as hell. I mean, it takes a man. It takes a level of dedication that I, I've never known. Like I literally have never, <laughs> but I'm learning now. And um so I'll interview them and it airs on uh, Facebook and Twitch and uh, YouTube. So it'll be on YouTube as well. So, you know, we just I'm just doing what my part, doing what I can. And then we have, um, see if she's still on here, uh, Lysandra Sunshine Johnson. She does um, swanky nails. She does per um, customized uh, nails, fingernails. And so. I'm interviewing her. I've got several coming up through May and then I'm going to, June will be dedicated to men. So I'm definitely highlighting men in June because it's Father's Day and that's man month, er, er, right? So I'm going to have men that I'll interview in June and then I'll kind of spread them out and around after that. Um, so this is going to be pretty cool. Let's see what else is I going to tell you. It's about Spotlight. Hmm. 
I can't think of what else I was going to tell you. Oh, my daughter, Joya, the oldest, her birthday is on April 11th. So um, she's my spotlight on April 10th. I cannot even explain to you what that's going to be like because she is a whole vibe, right? She is a straight ass vibe. And so she's going to be here for one of them. And I try to figure out how to include the kids, my kids into things that I'm doing because they, you know, they love you and they're yours. So they get to see you all the time in your raw ass element, not what people get to see. So to get them involved in what you're doing, um, you know, that's important to them that you consider them too. So uh, yeah, so she'll be interviewed on the 10th that Saturday. And um, yeah, so that should be fun. Uh, let's see what else was I going to talk about tonight. So I got the T with V. The 5K is coming up on April 17th. If you're going to register for virtual, you got to do it tonight by midnight because tomorrow the price is going up to $40, I think, $35 or $40. So if you're going to do the um, virtual 5K or come to Florida to do it, tonight is the night to get it at $30. Otherwise, it's going up. So that's good. Uh, so that's that. It's April 17th. We have our race bibs order. We got our t-shirts almost finished designed. We've got about 50 runners or walkers, whichever one they're going to do. And that's good. And we got donations for more than $4,000. So our goal was 5,000 and we're at 4,000 now. So we'll probably get some more donations before the race and we'll make our goal. But that's exciting, right? So People are really interested in being a part of something good. And I have to think that with me working with the bench counselor on this race, that that's good, right? She has great energy. People love her. Um, I hope to have great energy and I hope that people love me. Um, but I'm less, I'm more the behind the scenes kind of make things happen and she's getting the money. So it's helping us both out personality wise um, on the things that we need to do. So, you know, it's going well. So I'm pleased. This is our first year. So the first year for the golf tournament, the second year for T with V. So by next year, the year after 2023, we're going to be on and popping. All of them, both of them are going to be on and popping. The foundation will be established and growing and booming. And if you if you guys are interested in working on the foundation, then let me know. I mean, we're going to have different positions. Grant writing will be definitely in there. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Oh, my God, I forgot. Okay, but if you're interested in working on the foundation with the um, growing men, let me know. I can help you with that. I have found myself in a unique position of working with the creator of um, cryptocurrency called Guap Coin. Has anybody heard of Guap? 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 <laughs> guap Coin. Like you got that Guap? So there's a cryptocurrency called Guapcoin, and it is being marketed as the Guap is the coin or currency for the culture. And it's supposed to be a primary uh, cryptocurrency for Black America, Black culture. And I found myself in these meetings about it, and I'm digging it. So that's another thing. So I found myself in this place. I'm kind of digging it. You know, first I was reluctant and now I'm listening and I'm like, okay, this is, this is good. And so I'm learning about it. If you haven't 
um, read about it or know anything about it, you can look online and it, I'm gonna type what it's called in the notes so that you can look it up. It's called Guapcoin and it's a cryptocurrency and you can buy it just like you buy your, um, just like you buy your uh, Bitcoin, right? So you can buy it just the same and it's a, it is the currency for the culture. So look it over and you know, I'm, I'm in it. Like I'm, I'm there. I'm like in the, the main cause about it and talking about it. And I'm really excited. I am excited about it because I've never really been a financial kind of person for even for like stocks and that kind of, I would put my money in at work and just let it sit there. And, uh, Whatever was chosen is what I stayed. I didn't go play in it or not. So I'm learning a lot about, I'm learning a lot about myself. Like I'm not afraid to say, I don't know, but I'm here for the conversation. So that's what we're learning. That's what I'm learning about the guap coin. So check it out. You can find um, videos on it on YouTube. There's a guap wallet. I've downloaded the wallet. It's called um, guap coin wallet. And you can um, set it up and you can use your currency. Yeah, Guapcoin wallet. Let me put it in here for you guys. You can use it um, to buy things. And they're working on expanding where you can um, use it. And all of that's to come. But right now, it's really inexpensive. You can buy some, put it aside. Um, and when you can use it regularly, you use it. Anything else, it's an investment. It's an opportunity for an investment. So why not? And it's, it's for the culture. It's just having the conversation. So, um, yeah, so I'm in that, too. So I've got a crazy portfolio of things. And I think that um, the company who did my resume is listening to me talk right now. She's probably shaking her head like, how the hell am I going to put this all in one resume? <laughs> or she's probably like, oh, Lord, I got to redo the resume. Either one. But, uh, yeah, so anyway. That's it for me tonight. It's nine. It's ten o'clock on Wednesday, March thirty first. I'm Joycelyn Wells. You can find me anywhere. Google me. Follow me on YouTube. I'm still working on getting those subscribers up. Download the podcast from anywhere you find your yummy podcast, uh, and I'll be back on Wednesday. You can listen to past episodes anywhere. YouTube. You can watch them. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. I mean, anywhere you can go get them and um, listen to them. And you can always reach out to me on my website, www.joycelynwells.com or my business website, myshape.solutions. And there's information about Tea with V on there. Uh, it's just getting updated for next year, but it will be there. And um, if you play golf, great. If you don't, maybe you should learn because it's definitely a skill, right? So... Anyway, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. I'll see you guys next time. Mwah. Bye.